Are you there, Jordan? Hey. I'm hey. Here. That's you good. Yeah, I can hear you. I can hear you. Well, I guess awesome. we let, let everybody know that this is the first Boondogger show. I thought we might have a little intro with this, but bam, you're just here. All right. <laughs> Sounds good. Everybody may, uh, this is Keith Cotton Gim and Jordan Sands, the best hair in mountain biking, hands down. I, that, that's my opinion, Jordan. <laughs> well, I appreciate it. Yeah. <laughs> and, and you've got a good speaking voice, too. That's one reason I thought, man, I need to get Jordan on here with me. Yeah, everybody says that. I've always been told I have a face for radio. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, you got a face for the Boondogger show. There I guess go. it's a podcast. I kind of hate that name because how many podcasts are they out there? Like tons? Oh, there's millions. a ton. Yeah. Millions. Yeah. I was running a little bit behind tonight. I uh, had to eat supper. I just did I, the same. I, I did some laundry, actually. Well, now I, I throw some clothes in the washing machine. Uh, Amy had went to the grocery store and we, you know, you know how you like start putting stuff up and you go, what's all this junk in here for? You start looking. And so I found some stuff to eat. I had a nice Italian meal of Chef Boyardee raviolis. <laughs> oh, we had some pasta. I, I don't, I don't know what kind it is. We get it at, at Kroger, and it's like you just throw it in a pot for like five really? minutes, and it's yeah. it's pretty good though. I mean, I yeah, like it's it. good. This is going to be outdated like in ten days. So I thought, man, I better eat that. <laughs> yeah, can't let the good stuff go to waste. <laughs> right. It, it makes me wonder. How long is that stuff good for when they make it? Because, I, I mean, I don't even remember buying it. You know, I mean, I, I do a lot of grocery shopping also. And uh, so it's untelling how long this. I mean, you know, the actual goodbye date is a long, you know, a long way away. But could you imagine, like, h- how long a can of ravioli would last? Uh, Probably outlast us, wouldn't it? Probably. <laughs> so it would... All right. Well, let's, let's just go ahead and get into everything. Uh, just let right. everybody know that this is, you know, we don't know really where we're going to go with this. Uh, I told Jordan earlier when we decided to do this that it would be, uh, you know, it'd be something kind of fun. Uh, we're going to do, uh, we're going to go over the schedule for this year. And then maybe March, February, March, we may have like a preseason show and, and, and I'd like to do a show before each race and after each race. And after each race, I'd like to have some riders on, even maybe before the race, get some opinions and ideas. Or we may just do some interviews. Because, like me and Jordan both, we we talked the other day, and there's plenty of people that we'd like to have on here, you know. So, and, uh, I would say, wouldn't you say that there's a lot of people that out there that's I don't know if they maybe they've never done one or I've not heard. I think a lot of people would like to, uh, you know, to hear from, to hear a lot about. Oh, I think so as well. Yeah, I think there's a cast of colorful characters for sure in the mountain biking world and hearing their perspective and everything on the race and how the race went, you know, how they planned and prepped for it and stuff would be be really interesting. There's a guy, I can't say his name because I I, just because I don't know how to pronounce it. (laughs) But (laughs) anyway, you know, you, you know how we have social media friends now. We have friends that, I guess, we're social media friends, but you've never met them, you've never talked to them, uh-huh. and you've kind of messaged. And there's a guy that I would really like to have on here because I think he would really 
like to uh, got an interesting story I think that would everybody would love. And so I might try to get him on here. I, I think that'd be pretty awesome. Cause yeah. I, I think that people like to hear, you know, just different perspective on things. Because, I mean, we all grew up, you know, a certain way. And I think this guy would have an awesome story. I think it'd blow us away. So, anyway. So, yeah, that sounds great. All right. How's your year? All right, Jordan. How's your year go? Uh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I know. I know. Yeah, I know. my <laughs> year was... Uh, <laughs> I've had better years in a way. It's funny because this year was in in some ways the strongest that I've ever ridden. Um, You know, I did the, the snake in February, the the 60 mile uh, version of it on a single speed. And I got, you know, fourth in the single speed class, which was probably my best, you know, cycling achievement ever, which is great. Um, and there were some, you know, there were some pretty heavy hitters there, some NUE guys that that are typically outride me, and you know, I was able to beat them, and that was pretty great. And then it went downhill from there, um, <laughs> dealing with sickness and and issues on the bike. I just can't, you know, I, I'm still trying to figure that out. I've been to the doctor several times and still don't really know what it is. So it's it's really hit and miss. You know, sometimes I'll race really well. You know, Dad and I had some pretty great duo races this year right um you know the the kgc was one of them and then uh idle wild six hour race was another one and you know i performed really well at those but then you know some of the other ones i didn't even do the the red boon because of the sickness issues so right right yeah you know it's strange uh you know we all could think of several stories where people's bodies just done something crazy you know or just out of the ordinary and Nobody knows why. There was a guy I worked with. He was standing out in his yard one day, and he's like passed out. Yep. <laughs> and his and he's talking to his neighbor, and his neighbor ran in the house. It's kind of funny. His his wife wasn't dressed for anybody to, <laughs> you know, come in. Right to and, panic. Yeah, yeah. Right. And so he come in. He's like, whoa, uh, hey, yeah, your husband is out here passed out. And he went and had blood work. He went and had so much stuff done. They couldn't find nothing. Nothing. Yep. That's, so, how, that's how, you know, I run into this issue a lot too. I, and some of the other people I've talked to about it, they have the issue of, they go to the doctor and they're like, well, you're young, you work out. So you'll be all right. Just don't ride as much or don't, you know, don't go so hard or whatever. I get that a lot, but I'm hoping that we can find something or that I can at least get it under control enough to where I could, you know, race as hard as I want to. But, uh, right. Not all my DNFs were my fault this year, though, because Dad, <laughs> Dad had a bit of a bit of a spill at the forty-five. That that was scary. I don't ever oh, want to yeah. experience that again. But right, you yeah, know. we'll get. Yeah, 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 we'll, we'll get to that in a minute. Oh yeah. But getting back to what you're saying, and I don't know about you, and I'm sure everybody listening that that is a cyclist, and you know that's that's I guess you could say an athlete. It is so aggravating to go to the doctor because they talk to you like like probably most of your population that is their age like like you're ignorant about your body yep and that oh it drives me crazy oh it's every every time and then you know the doctors or the you know pas or nurses or whatever will ask me and they'll they'll be like now do you do like a what is it like a 10 mile bike ride or something (laughs) it's like you know they they just don't understand they don't get it and and i understand that but Right. And then, 
you know, but you know, when they look at my, you know, if they look at our hearts or our blood pressure or whatever, people that cycle or people that run or whatever are going to be way better off than their typical patients. And so they see right. us and they're like, eh, you're all right. You just get over it or whatever. So, yeah. You know, what was aggravating about me is, you know, I, my right knee, I'd had tore my ACL surgeries and staph infections and, you know, and I get by with it, but, uh, it was funny. Uh, I went to the doctor for something just to, uh, where I work, you know, they give us a health discount on our insurance to a yearly checkup. And I went to that and seen this doctor. Well, no, she was, a, I think, a PA. What's the other one? Uh, our, Nurse practitioner. Yeah, she she was one of those. And, you know, my, I was, you know she's like, oh, you really need to take care of that knee. And I was like, listen, lady. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, mean, I, you know. I don't get a ride as much as I used to right now. But, right. I mean, you know, on a good year, it'd be between, you know, I don't know. 5,000, 6,000 miles, something like that. You know, that's when four kids and activities and all that took a hold. But, you know, I, I just, you know, I've talked to other people about that, about that and it's just, you know, it's kind of aggravating. You go in there and they talk to you like a little kid. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, I get that. So Get that or they just kind of dismiss and they, you know, they try to get me out as fast as possible because, you know, they, I'm just not, you know, people like us just aren't the usual patients, I guess. So they, yeah, they just try yeah, to roll true. us out, so. And, you know, occasionally you'll go to someone, a specialist or something, or I don't know, somebody, and, and they will be an athlete or cyclist or runner. And, and to me, that's, wow, that's great. Because, you know, they, they know, they know you know, what that requires of you and, and, and everything else. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's luckily the, the people that I went to, I actually went to a cardiologist on Monday. Um, they're going to do a stress test this coming week. Uh, or get on a treadmill and run. And luckily they have a better understanding, or at least they seem to have a better understanding of the issues that I've, that I've been having. They understand, you know, the guy told me during the stress test, like, don't, don't let the nurses pace it because they're just going to make you walk and that's not going to do anything. So he said, go in there and just, you know, run as hard as you can. And I was like, okay, right. you, know, you know, so, so that's good, but I don't know. I, I'm hoping it'll go away or they'll find something. And, you know, Alyssa, my wife and I talked about it and it's like, you know, we don't want anything to be wrong, but right. it, it would be nice to know something, you know, I don't want them to right. say, well, you're, you know, your heart's failing you or whatever, but it, it, you know, then at least I would know. So, right. right. I don't know. It's, it's, just, yeah. It's funny. You mentioned a stress test. I thought, Phew. I got two kids. I don't know if I'd pass. I'm always, I'm always under stress. <laughs> I know it's work and everything, but luckily this is uh, right. more of an exercise stress, so yeah. I can handle that one a little better. But it's it's really kind of aggravating to me. Like I talk about stress. I mean, like on Thursdays, like this morning, I got up at two a.m. and went to West Virginia and got back about three this afternoon and come home and took Walker to jiu-jitsu and boxing and i thought man this kid talks way too much <laughs> i'm like you know I'm like, oh be quiet you know but i mean you know i mean i, I told my wife before i said you know i'm tired and i just i like to be by myself you know yeah so I get that. yeah <laughs> but I, thought, I, mean, I thought well and i knew i thought well if i wasn't tired i wouldn't be thinking you know but I always think back, uh, you, the actor uh, Mark Harmon, you, you know him or heard of him? Uh, 
Let me look him up. I might know well, him. Right. But I'd say a lot of people do know him that's listening. But Mark Harmon, uh, he told a story. I think he went to Catholic school. Oh, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just looked yeah, him up. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know and he said uh, one of the nuns or teacher or something there told him that God had his every word numbered. <laughs> he said, he said it, I went for weeks without saying more more than I had to. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> he thought, you know, you know, he thought, man, I don't want to burn through my words oh, yeah. too fast. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so I thought that was fun. Uh, well, your year, like I said, it's been up and down, and but hopefully you'll get it all figured out. You know, I'm as hoping. far as me, yeah. on my perspective, as far as the races, you know, as far as putting on the races, I think we had a pretty good year. Uh, you yeah, know, I think uh, so too, especially with with COVID. You know, right. the, the regulations and everything that you had to, to go through last year and into this year, I think everything. Right. And and, and another thing, I mean, to me, just the running of the race, what really I, uh, you know, focus on. And oh, if somebody misses a turn, it drives me crazy. Not that they missed it. I'm like, oh, how can I be that dumb? Right. And not mark that well enough. No, and I understand. I, yeah. And I think we had a, you know, I don't know what, you know, uh, lap races was uh, uh, Red Boon and the KGC. So, I mean, it was hard to take a wrong turn on those. Right. But right. the 45, I don't think nobody made any major wrong turns. And and at the Livingston GP, there was a couple guys that went down the a wrong hill. Yeah. And I think what happened is I had to go back and redo the course. And I think uh, one guy, he uh, downloaded it before the change was made and so when he put the route in it's oh, I, I think that's what happened yeah I, I, so I he had know. the old one yeah right I, you know so I, I was under the impression that you know which you know i should know that but now but like that 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 route was still the it would change on the gps but i guess it didn't you know so right like right so uh, that you know, that's the only thing I can think of. You know, or uh, you know, I feel like our numbers was down, and and I take a blame for that a little bit because I've told you before I like to think outside the box and do things different. And I've come to find out that not everybody's like that. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you it, know, it, I think that you know that's a good point. I think well, some diversity that you know to racing makes it interesting. But then it, again, you know, you run the risk of of right scaring people off or you know intimidating people or whatever right well it, you know and uh, you know there are some people that tell me stuff and you know this i mean you know as some people tell you stuff they're like man this person's crazy you know what i'm saying i mean that's uh-huh. just what it is yep but for the most part you know there's some people i you know and they tell me something i listen because you know they, they're pretty smart and you know and got a good head on their shoulders and and, and uh one guy said you know at, at uh 45 we done it by full suspension and hardtail and this one guy said man he said i had fun at the race and he said i've been here no matter what he said but he said you know swarm was on a hardtail he said there's you know i know there's no way i was going to beat him right right and so he said that's could put some people off and you know i never thought about that and so next year you know we'll, which we'll get into that in a few minutes we're going to have some different classes and so I don't know. I, I've got a habit, and maybe everybody's noticed. It, it, I change stuff. <laughs> no, and, yeah, I, I think that keeps it interesting, though. Right. You know, personally, I, I think yeah, it's yeah. Right. But you know, like the uh, Kentucky Gravel Championship. See, I changed it after some people had already signed up. 
And I, I thought maybe having a team or a duo aspect would really, uh, you know, would be a really big hit. But, you know, it, it, it didn't work out the way I thought it would. But, you know, like I said, I, mm-hmm. I'm a firm believer if you never take a chance, you never know. Well, you'll never know. And, and again, you know, you, you look at numbers and you got to think, too, about COVID. I think it affects right. every, every race organizer and every, every race in different ways. But, no, right. I... You, and I think, I you know, you said that about, you know, Schwarm being in a class or, you know, people don't have an option to not race against Schwarm. And it's like, <laughs> right. you know, there's a there's a fine line you got to walk about. Yeah. You know, making it to where you don't alienate the top, but you also don't alienate the bottom, you know, so. Right. And I agree. And But, you know, I remember the first year we had 45 and I guess even when we had the uh, boondoggle at uh, Levi Jackson. You know, we just had men, women. Yep. <laughs> you know, yep. And we still drive pretty good, but yeah, you know, I could still see that. But, but getting back to change, and I, I there's one saying that I can't stand, and whoever come up with it, in my opinion, was lazy. The saying, leave well enough alone. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I, mean, I think it applies to some things. But... Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, just look back. All right. All right. Look back at the first iPhone. Now, what if, if, they said, you know what? This is a good product. Let's just leave well enough yeah, alone. Yeah, just leave it alone. <laughs> you know, yeah. You know, where would we be? We'd be like, I never had the first iPhone, but I didn't like, just think back to your first cell phone. Well, how, you'd be like, you wouldn't have no camera, no internet. You'd just have a phone. Yep. <laughs> so you, I feel like you, you've got to push the boundaries. So sometimes you win, sometimes you sometimes lose. Sometimes you lose. Yeah. So and I, I've always been a little bit of a risk taker. So, all right, let's get into next year's schedule. All right. I've got that. All right. You got the here. list? I do. All right. That's great. See, you in the know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, you can uh, you give us the date, and I'll do a little in where it's at. And I think, you know, some people, I guess they'll be surprised, and they should be happy. I, I think, you know, they will. Yeah, I, I believe so as well. I think there's some some really nice courses on here. Uh, yeah, the first one of which is April 2nd, uh, which is the Laurel Lake Baptist camp race, which yep. is the, the red boon is, was the race last year. I, I don't know if you're going to call it that again. No, it'd be called something different. Uh, okay. Without going into a long story, I was wanting to work in cohesion or with the red bud ride. Oh, gotcha. And gotcha. it didn't pan out. So I don't know what we're going to call it. You know, what, uh, Josh, you know, this will also uh, be a fundraiser for the camp once again. And so we'll probably, we'll try to find, try to find something significant to name it. And uh, I don't know what it would be, you know, with the area. You know, Cumberland Falls isn't very, very far away. Mm-hmm. And it's, you know, right on the boundaries of the Danger Boone National Forest. So I don't know. And well, man, you know what? I don't know. It ain't going to be nothing like super major, like uh-huh. long. But, you know, I, I will say I do like the team or the duo aspect. I do, too. I, I like the whole feel and the atmosphere of those because it's more of, of a fun, maybe say festive atmosphere. Mm-hmm. And, you know, no. and, and I think that's why we all, you know, nobody wants to go to a race and just, you know, be all smug. You know, I you know, to me, we all do this for fun. I, I don't know anybody that comes to my races is, is, you know, doing it for a living. 
everybody usually got to get up and go to yeah, work or school. If they are, they're uh, Monday morning. Yeah, they're probably yeah. hurting. <laughs> right. So I don't know. I thought maybe about maybe a maybe four hour four hour. Ugh, can't talk a four hour race maybe. Yeah. And, yeah. I think that, you good. know because I think I think that'd be pretty good. You know, that's nothing super long. You know, being that this could be a lot of people's first race of the season. And, you know, there's probably plenty of people that go out and do a four-hour ride. Mm-hmm. And that way you could do duo. And so, I, you know, we're leaning toward a four-hour race on that. Yeah, I think that would be so, good. I was going to say that April 2nd is pretty early on in the year. So, you know, a duo right, format could be right, right. attractive to the people that, you know, haven't gotten to train through the winter or anything like that. They don't have to do the entire race themselves, which. Right. And, and also, uh, you know, uh, I posted on the Boondoggle uh, Facebook page. Uh, Josh has got the new section opened, and you know we'll have to see kind of what lap times are. Uh, gosh, I can't remember what Brian was turning laps last year just on the short, you know, the course yeah. we used. I don't. But I think either. Josh. I think Josh said it would maybe add ten more minutes. So okay. you know, I think I think that would work out good. And, yeah, that's not know. bad. Well, let me tell you something right quick before we move on the next one. It was funny mm-hmm. I mentioned Daniel Boone National Forest. Uh, the tourism lady from uh, Corbin called me, and she said they was a, I can't remember the guy's name, called and was asking about the race with the Forest Service. I'm like, well, what's he calling for? Because, <laughs> I mean, but he, he he's, well, uh, he said somebody said, or, you know, we caught word that you was having a race, and we have a bunch of people that does stuff without permits. And I said, well, no, I said, no, I said, that's cool. I said, this is all on private property by the Baptist camp. Oh, oh, oh okay. Oh, gotcha. I said, yeah. and then, you know, he figured out who it was. Oh, man, he said, I'm sorry. He said, I should have known. But, I, you know, it's kind of funny. I, I don't know what happened on that deal. Which, you know, we I put it, you know, it, it's out there on the Internet. You know, you can look at it. Maybe they ran across it. <laughs> I'd know. say that's all it was. Probably just yeah. happened to see something. Right, and, right, right. So that's the first one, uh, April 2nd, Laurel Lake Baptist camp. We're leaning toward a four-hour race. So, all right. Number one. Let's yep. go to number two. Race number two. Number two is May 14th, which is the 45, which I call it the crowd pleaser. I think that's one of the best races that you can do. It's, uh, you know, it, it's it's enough to where you can really go out and hammer it if you want to and race it as hard as you want. But also, it's a fantastic race for a first-time, you know, endurance race. Because that was Alyssa's first, well, actually, it was her first mountain bike race ever. And you know, she did it without any problem, without any issues and anything like that. So, you know, right. I think it, the 45 caters to both, both ends of the crowd. I think it's great. Right. And, and somebody, I, you know, we'll get to something else here also in a minute, but, you know, I talked to a guy that that's a, a coach, cycling coach. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, I said, Hey, you know, I know sometimes, you know, I know a lot, a lot of coaches put stuff together just for specific races. And I said, hey, like, what if we can put something together for the 45? And he said, man, that would be great. He said, because, you know, he said it's a course that, you know, to me, 45 is as hard as you want to make it. Right. I mean, there, right. There's nothing killer on it. And if you want to go fast, you go fast. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know, I mean, yeah. it's that simple. And yep. so we may have a few changes. I don't know. Now, this year, chaos broke loose within <laughs> – <laughs> I mean, like within 30 minutes, you know, I mean, not like after the start, but all within a 30 to 45 minute time frame. Okay. 
Yep. Like I said, your dad, Roger, he, he crashed. Well, I got a call on my cell phone. I was, I guess, right around the lake or maybe at, at the camp. I guess it was Alyssa. And so she said she wrecked, or Roger wrecked, and I guess called an ambulance. So I headed that way. I got up to the aid station, and they know what was going on. And then somebody said, Brian probably needs a ride. He's pushing his bike. And so then <laughs> I had to know that. There's Brian pushing his bike. There's Brian, yep. And then I like, and so, and then I don't know if you know this, and maybe I told you, but I got down there, and I know we all love our bikes. And <laughs> they, maybe you know it. They had just thrown your – and your dad's back. Oh, and I know. SUV, yeah. And I strapped it down. Ratcheted like, oh it down God. on ratchet <laughs> yeah. straps. Oh, yeah. I wasn't but, too concerned at the time, but then when I saw them, I was like, come on. He's <laughs> like, thanks, Dad. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> but, but you know, so, and, and Dirt Bike Joey, he was behind Brian when he wrecked, and he said it was massive. He said he'd come down one of those water bars and jump. And I don't think he jumped like real crazy out there, real high. Right. He just right. come down at a good pace. And he said his rear tire hit a rock and it kicked him sideways. You, you know, you don't hardly ever save those. No. And he said then it's just a yard sale. Yep. <laughs> I, you know, I, it's sad because we don't know really what dad did. Because um, I had just let him around me on that downhill section because he's a faster downhill rider than I am. Right. And... I said, go, you know, I actually slowed up a little bit so that he could actually get around me because I gapped him a little bit on the climb. And I, you know, I let him around me and he had gapped me enough to where I couldn't see the crash. Right. But I came up on him and he's laying on the ground and I was like, oh, <sighs> and it, he had, his arm was kind of, his hand was flat on the ground. It looked like he was about to get up. So right. I, when I came around, I thought, oh gosh, he's crashed, but he's getting up. And right. then I stopped and that was uh, the end of that race. <laughs> Well, yeah, and, and you know, and I, I tell you what, I guess, you know, Tracy Spiegelman uh -huh. stopped and, you know, checked him out and stuff, and then I met her as I was going that way, and let me tell you, she gave the most detailed report. <laughs> oh, yeah, I mean, everybody was fantastic about it. Uh, yes, she said, she, I mean, she done awesome. She said, all right, I checked him out, and I can't remember what all she said, his pupils yeah. or something about neck, and I was like. Yeah, she checked his neck and make sure that <laughs> yeah. nothing was broken there, because yeah. he kept trying to stand up. And, you know, David Compers Sr., he stopped, and he's actually the reason I got a phone call out because I didn't have service. Okay. And he had his cell phone. Just so happened he's on a different carrier, and he right. got service. So, you know, he stops. He lets me use his phone, and he went back up the hill a little ways uh, to slow people down and let them right. know that somebody had crashed, you know, come down and, and be cautious as you come down. Most everybody slowed down, asked if he was okay, you know, because the majority of the people know us, I think, you know, they know right. the Sands boys. So, and, uh, you know, they were slowing down asking, you know, everybody's great about it. So, yeah. you know, really thankful for that. But could have been a lot worse. Thankful that it wasn't. Right, right. I think dad's, you know, dad's targeting the 45 next year as a redemption <laughs> race. <so>. Right. <laughs> but, you know, I mean, I think this year we're going to go up that, not because of the wrecks, just mm -hmm. because, you know, like I said, I like to change things up a little bit. Uh, my buddy Tyler, he wrote it backwards the other day, and he said it was fun. You know, okay, well, yeah, yeah. probably not as fun as going down. So, you know, that's a little bit of a change. But, I wrote about halfway up it because <laughs> I, I had to go down and get and show Alyssa where we were, and then I turned around and tried to lead Dirt Bike Joey up it, but 
his bike had a little more gas than I did. So, <laughs> <laughs> right. And then let me tell. All right, then. So, you know, I got down there and I was getting ready to take your dad away or to the hospital. Yep. And I'm going back, and I'm somewhere there on the blacktop. I get a call from uh, Tyler Freeze. Uh, his sister worked aid station. I'm sorry, I can't remember her name right now. And she said, "There's a guy here that needs a ride back to the camp." I was like, "What happened?" She said, "I don't know. He wrecked, got knocked out. I think his shoulders broke." And I'm like, "Oh, that's what right. What is going yeah. on?" Yeah. And it was uh, uh, I don't know if you know him, Nick Barbiera. I think I'm saying his last. I know name his right. name. Yeah, I think he and well, I have talked before, but right. So I think by the time I got back to the aid station, they had him back to camp and getting ready to take him to the hospital. Well, I talked to him a little later. He did not know, have a clue how he got back to the aid station. And so, oh, yeah. yeah, I mean, that's how dad, dad doesn't remember basically anything. He said he, right. he remembers he went over one of the water bars and he was going a little too fast. And he said, whoa, I got a little airborne on that. I need to slow <laughs> down. And then he was out. <laughs> right. He remembers well, Tracy a little bit. And then he remembers getting in the ambulance. And, you know, by the time we got to the ambulance and everything, he was able to tell them, you know, his name, birthday, address, the date. Uh, tell them how to get to the hospital. Yeah, how to get – he didn't need an IV. He didn't need, a you know, all this. So he's telling them how to do it. And right. So he was well, – yeah. you know, he was all right. But Right. But, yeah, and, uh, and so, you know, that, you know, I called Nick, you know, later that day and – you know, and, and checked on him, I guess, maybe a couple weeks later. And, and I was, you know, trying to ask him more about what was going on and, and what happened. And, and he didn't know. I said, I said, you don't know how you got the aid station? No. So I called Tyler's sister. Mm-hmm. And I said, uh, I said, how did he get to the aid station? Back to the aid station. She said, well, she said they was somebody brought him in a pickup. And she said they was wearing a Holly Bay shirt. I thought, well, that's somebody that's, you know, works at holly bay right and uh but it wasn't and so i called up marina and uh, they're like no uh i said well we don't know nobody mentioned or said anything about it she said uh, she said i'll ask around ask the people that work here and uh now i never heard back from her because she said if i don't if, if you hear back from me she said uh you know i i, I have found out who it was but I, I never did hear back from her so you know, that, that's the scary part is those situations. And you, you're knocked out and you're addled. Yep. And, I mean, I don't know. To, what if, Crystal, that was the Tyler's sister's name, Crystal. Okay, uh, yeah. But, so. You know, luckily I was just close enough to be right. with Dad when that happened. I mean, not, not that I enjoyed seeing it, but you know right. what I mean? Like, I, you know, I could help right. him and. I didn't get right. the news somewhere, you know, along the race or whatever that he had crashed out or whatever. Right. So, right. Well, you know, most time when that happens to people, it seems like you know they don't. They're they still got like I don't know what you say, like a sense of direction. Know what they know what to do or what they're doing, but they don't. Rem- you know what I'm saying? Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, like like Nick. I mean, I, I started thinking. I thought, what well, if he just like got up and just wandered off? out in the middle of the woods, nowhere. You know, I don't know if that ever happens, but. I'm sure it know, does. And, you know, yeah. I think, I think dad, if I hadn't been there or if somebody hadn't been with him, he would have got back on his bike. 
he would have gotten right. back on and tried to finish the race. Because, but mean, do you just... think that he would have went the way he should have went, or the race went? That's I what don't I'm know because he didn't remember where he was. Because right. I kept saying we're at the forty-five. You know, we're on Middle Ridge, and he's like, "This isn't Middle Ridge. This I don't know this. You know, I don't know this trail, so I don't know where what he would have done." But you know, luckily that wasn't the outcome. But right, I mean, um, yeah. Do you remember the movie? Uh, I can't think the name of it. It's like Goldie Hawn and Kurt Russell. It's an old movie. I mean, it's like when I was like a teenager, it come out. I think she got knocked out or took a blow to the head, and Kurt Russell like didn't have a wife and was looking for somebody to raise her kid, raise their kids. <laughs> I don't and think so, I've seen that one. <laughs> so I mean, some I mean somebody listening could maybe probably know what I'm talking about, and I'm, I think I got the story right. But he convinced her that that he was that she was his wife or something like that. Oh, okay. And so that that's kind of what I'm getting at. I mean, yeah. You know. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean anybody could pick you up, you know. You know, <laughs> if dad had, if dad had went down to the end of the gravel and flagged somebody <laughs> down, you know, they could have robbed him blind, and he wouldn't, he couldn't do anything. Yeah. About it. I said, so. "Boy, here's some cheap labor." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. You never used more in my yard. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Oh, they. Luckily, luckily, I was there, but. Yeah. Yeah, that was the forty-five was a bit of a. Bit of a rough one, but. Yeah, fantastic race. I don't want anybody to think that it's not a great race right, right, to right. do. It's just you know, just don't do what you know Roger Sands does and <laughs> yeah. knock yourself you know, out. And it'll... But it was so dry. I mean, I'd have to go back and and look at the times. But I mean, it it was a fast race. It was. It was great. Perfect day for it. Really good weather. Everything. Right. Can't, so. Let's see here. Let me look overall. Casey Abston, he won. Mm-hmm. Him and Mark Miles was right together. And they done it in uh, two hours and forty one minutes. Yeah, that's that's hauling. I mean, that's... yeah, that's that is getting with it. Very. All right, now we'll move to the next one. Yep, the next one on the list here is June sixteenth, and you just have it as open, so I'm gonna let you talk on that one. I yeah, I don't, I don't know what we're gonna do. You know, there's so many things, so many places we could go that I don't know just yet. I'm mm-hmm. leaning toward more of a, a big loop. Right. You know, it's funny. Every now and then I'll message with Scott Phillips about races and this, that, and the other, and he keeps bringing up Red River Gorge 100. <laughs> that one would be really hard to – I feel like yeah. the permits and everything would be so hard to get on that one. Well, yeah, yeah, and to me it is so spread out, you yeah. know. So, I mean – Plus, I didn't I do that race because I I don't remember why I didn't do it, but so I don't I don't even remember what the route looked like or anything. But yeah. I do know that there's a lot of trouble, you know, getting access to certain roads and yeah. gravel roads and all this other stuff. Yeah, I remember that when he started putting initially putting together. I think a lot of it went across private property, mm-hmm. but uh, you know, I don't know that area or nothing like that. So I don't know, you know, and I could probably put together a hundred mile race, but I don't know. We got to see, you know, I'm leaning toward that way, you know? And yeah. Yeah. So a big one, a big one, or at least, you know, 50 miles, something like that. You know, that's yeah. the thing. And, you know, like I said, I always, people tell me stuff and I like to, you know, if I trust them, you know, I listen. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think I ain't, but you know, uh, I talked to, uh, 
Peter Mitchell of Capital Cycles the other day, and he said, you know, he said, you know, some, you know, he said, when he lived in South Africa, he said a lot of the races they had like a smaller race, you know, for people that's not so gung ho. Right. Right. And forty five, you know, you could do that little loop around the lake, but that's about all you could do there. I mean, I don't want to send nobody out the blacktop and then send them back because that would right. be you'd have to do, Yeah, you'd have to do an out and back or something. It wouldn't be right. Yeah. So, so you know, if I, I'd like to do something in McKee in Jackson County, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, uh, Jay Cook, he done a ride the other day in that area, and he went up uh, that big Daltrey climber. Maybe come down it. But anyway, you can ride over there. And I think I've been on it years ago without hitting horse lick. Okay. So, yeah. So, you know, yeah, if that's kind of what I'm leaning to. And then, you know, I talked to you about maybe Bowling Green. Uh, there's some trail, uh, trail system over there. I've and never then, ridden there. Yeah. I haven't either. And then I know some got, people that have, but I've never been over there. Right. And then you got, mm-hmm. uh, Prairie County Park, Hazard, you've got that. I've talked to that guy. So I don't know. You know, I don't know. I said there's so much to do. And there's just so much to do here. Right. So There's a lot. I, you know, there's, I know. I and think then, Kentucky mountain bike racing is definitely an untapped, not untapped market, but, you know, there's a lot of potential. Right. And, and you need, to me, you got to figure in, there's a lot of other races that people want to do. Right. And, you know, right. like Mohican and, you know, and so I don't know. I, I don't want to over. It, it's kind of like eating something that you really like. You know, you want to mm. leave satisfied, but you don't want to stuff yourself. So I don't want, you know, I don't want to stuff right. people. <laughs> right. I get what you're saying. Yeah. So June 16th is open. We're leaning towards something in Jackson County and S tree. So, <laughs> but that's not a definite. We, we may end up in. Georgia or Tennessee, I doubt yeah, that. Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> All right, now, Utah. The next one. Now, this, here's where we're breaking. We're we're getting out of our comfort zone. Yep. So this one is August sixth, and it looks like kind of close to me at Capital View. Capital Park, View, which is a great place for lap races. Yes. Um, yes. There's not a ton of trail out there. I don't know if you've ridden there or not. I think if you if you did every section you'd end up with about 12 to 15 miles, but it's so fast and fun and like tight and twisty and stuff that looping it is, is just crazy fun. So, well, and you know, and once again, I was, uh, now this guy, he wouldn't tell me this. I just overheard a conversation. Mm-hmm. He's talking about, you know, where he lived, that the mountain bike racing has just died, died. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, I thought, I wonder if I could do one. And I thought, well, that's too far away. And so I just thought of Capital View. And uh, I contacted Troy Hearn, and we got the ball rolling. So I, I've rolled there. I've done the – now, you may not know this. You remember the Bluegrass State Games? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I've done it. All right. I – you, you may not know this, but you're talking, in, talking to the 2005 – Bluegrass Games Clydesdale champion. Oh, <laughs> easy. Yes, I'm pre- I think it was 2005. I got a wooden medal or something. Or maybe, I don't know. I'd have to go find that. But, and then I think I raced there maybe 2008. That's the last time I raced there. And I rode by there back 
since then. But like you mm-hmm. said, I thought it was a fun race. And what I thought was so funny about the race is, you know, how it twists and turn. I thought, oh, I'm about to catch that guy. <laughs> yep. There, you always, it, you never really know how far you are from somebody, but it always feels like you're right with somebody out right. there. And because it's just, the, yeah. And I thought, I'm about to catch that guy. And then by three minutes later, I'm where they was at. I thought, I was nowhere near catching nope, that. Yep. <laughs> I wasn't even close to him. So no, it's, it's great for that. And that, what I like about it too is in the, I don't know if you know, but a great place to start and like go into the race or whatever. Yeah. There's yeah. Uh, you know, a picnic area with a shelter and then a big parking lot that everybody can park in and, you know, do whatever they well, want. Right. And that's kind of what I'm looking to do with the races this year and, by the time, you know, after we get over, after the fifth one, we'll go into one that I'm not going to do, and I may get strung up and hung. <laughs> but, but, well, I'll tell you, but like all these locations has got good facilities, you know. Mm-hmm. Obviously, the Baptist camp, I mean, that's like awesome. Yeah, that was great. I mean. And then South Toy Camp, it's awesome. And, you know, I, and then Capital View, just where you just described it, you know. And... I just, I just think it's good to kind of have some amenities, you know. Yeah, I agree. I, it's hard to finish like, a race and then, you know, you've got, you've got no like running water or anything right, just to wash right. off with and right. Well, you know, see that, like that. And, yeah. And somebody asked me that at the uh, the gravel championship, you know, asked me why, you know, if they had any water there, which you know, obviously I didn't. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I see what you're saying, and, and I don't know what we're going to do, Capital View. It's going to be also a a, a a duo race. You know, I know they've had the 12 hours of Capital View. It won't be 12 hours. Yeah, that's but the big we'll one. Do 12 hours. Yeah, you know, but... I don't know. To me, I think six is pretty good. You know, like I said up there, where you say out of wine, out of wild, yeah, out of wild, yeah. I mean, yeah, six is about right, especially as a duo. Right. Um, if you wanted to do bigger teams. Six is a little short, I think. You know, it'd have to right. be like eight to 12 or something if you want right. to do four man teams or whatever. But six yeah. hours is perfect for a duo. Right. And I don't know. Like I said everybody's different. And to me, solo, six ain't that bad. What was Laurel Lake? Was it six or eight? Six hours. Okay. Yeah. 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 I mean, I, I raced it, but I, that's what I was thinking. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. I think six is good. You know, you ain't, which then again, somebody may like, Six ain't nothing to me, so right. Yeah, but we'll see. I'll, you know, we still, you know, forty five is gonna be forty five. Then, so we'll see what happened with Capital View. But we'll go. I'd like it would definitely be a a uh, timed or lapped. You know, I I kind of like doing the laps that way. You set out an even number of laps. Say, let's say we for Capital View we come out. I'm just hypothetically saying this. Say we had like a, a ten mile loop or. And say, all right, we're going to do, uh, I don't know, eight laps. And that, that way a duo would, could, would do four laps apiece. And I think if you do mm-hmm. laps, you have a set distance. And to me with time, and everybody does it a little different. I know in most places, if the leader comes back around and they don't have enough time within eight hours to complete the other lap then the race is over isn't that the way most of them do it uh some of them yeah i've been to them where you have to finish your last lap 
within the six hours. Right, right, right. And then there's some that if you take off before the six hours end, you can finish that lap and it counts. So right. I guess it, it's just up to the race organizer. Right, and I, you know, to me that could be a little confusing. So I don't know. I mean, whatever we do, I mean, you know, we try to figure up enough laps that would that would be six hours of racing or eight, mm-hmm. whatever. But I think you know when you got a set lap, then that's a little bit easier to comprehend. It is for me, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I ain't real smart, but <laughs> <laughs> but you speak talking about getting uh, 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 your lap in before the end of the time. Uh, when we had the boondoggle and it was a four-hour race, uh, Brian was out on his next to last lap, and and uh, I think he's already a lap up, maybe. And yeah, he was. And I went over and, and uh, talked to his uh, what's his what? Jennifer is that her Jennifer. name? Jennifer. Yep. I went over to Jennifer and I, and I said uh, I said hey uh, he won't he, he won't. He won't need to do another lap. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He'll do another one. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I think everybody knew he, he was going to do another one. Yeah, and he come in right underneath it. It was just kind of funny. Like, yeah, you know, I think he lapped his way to second place right. at that race or right. third place or something ridiculous. But, right, and it was yeah. so funny. It just like, oh, oh, no, he'll do another one. <laughs> yeah, he'll do another one, yeah. He drove all the way down. He's going to get, yeah. get all I, that he If can. it was me, I'd be like, Okay. <laughs> yep. To heck with that. I'm done. <laughs> All right. Let's go to the final one, the fifth one. Yep. The final one is August 27th. And that's going to be at Pulaski County Park. And Pulaski County Park. I've only been there once, but it's a it's a really fun place to ride. Yes, it is. And, you know, I rode there a couple, uh, now more, maybe about a little over a month ago with Rodney mm-hmm. Hines. Oh, and, yeah, yeah. And I was like, you know, if I raced here, I would get so destroyed. Not, you know, more than I would like anywhere else because that place is fast. <laughs> it is fast, yeah. Yeah. It's kind of deceptive, too, because there is a lot of, like, you know, there's no, like, huge climbs or anything like that. Right, right, yeah. You get a lot of elevation over a short period of time, so. Right, and I mean, to me, I'm just not used to riding that flow. I remember the first time I, uh, years ago, uh, we took the kids to, uh, the Louisville Zoo, and that morning, I went to Waverly and rode. You know, we spent the night up there. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, gosh. I mean, I, I thought, I'm horrible. Cause I I've, had, yeah, I've, I've raced I, it at Waverly. Right. It's super fast. It's like right. a, it's I mean, almost like a road bike race. Right, and, and the thing is, you know, I've only rode the lake trail, you know, most mm-hmm. of my life, and now we got broken spoke, and I w- I'm not used to nothing like that. And, and to me, Waverly and Plastic County Park kind of reminds me of each other but you know i hadn't that's it i had been forever since i had yeah yeah i think uh pulaski county park is a little bigger there's more features and you know bigger downhills and stuff like that but i can see what you're saying it it is a similar flow to both of the trails right it was funny i I went to waverly and i you know i done my usual all right i need a tube i need an air air cartridge yep yeah multi-tool and i don't think i was ever more than I don't know, 200 yards. Oh, people. no. Yeah, it's all around that where you park. <laughs> it goes all the way around it. So. I mean, I was set up for like a day's journey if I, got <laughs> like, if I got out and couldn't get back. I think I had like two water bottles. Yep. And, and I don't know how many times I looked. I thought, where's my vehicle? So that was funny. Well, that's that's the five. Uh, Plastic County Park, I think we made that. That's I think that's going to be like a cross-country race, you know. That's a, it'd be a good place for it, I right? Because you know I don't, yeah, I don't, you know I don't think, I think if you done the team or lap things, we'd be doing a bunch. 
So, yeah. you know, that, yeah. the last one, you know, we're going to have some long ones, and the last one will be short and get it done with for the year. And, yeah. you know, so. I think Pulaski County is, is laid out well enough to where you won't necessarily have to worry about, like, lap traffic. Right. And, can... and, right. And, and you notice the last two, you know, is in parks. And, you know, and I talked to Troy. And then I also talked to the guys at uh, Summer Cycles. I said, you know, I said, here's my biggest thing about doing parks. It comes a big rain, you know. Yeah. And, I, you know, that's a tough call because, you know, let's say you got somebody that had, had been training for, you know, uh, for a specific race. Mm-hmm. That race. Let's say somebody had trained all summer to race it. Pulaski County Park, and then like two days before it comes big rain. Yep, you got to cancel it. Yeah, well, I mean, was that guy? You know, you know, I, I don't know. Which I told them guys. I said, now, I said, here's the thing. I said, you know, we don't want to come in and destroy nothing, mm-hmm. but I, I said, I think we got to kind of come into this, you know, with the idea of of uh, you know what I'm saying. I mean. Yeah, yeah, no, I, mean, I get what you're saying. You can't, you can't, to me, you can't say yay or nay, because I mean, I see both sides of it. Now, we mm-hmm. don't want to come in and destroy mm-hmm. nothing. Then, if you, you know, let's say you got 200 people signed up, right? I mean, it's a that's a slippery slope. Yeah, I mean, it is. It I'll is. let you handle that. <laughs> I'm just gonna right. sign up for the race, <laughs> right? But what they said, they said, you know, that time of year, you know, it's usually really dry, and uh, so I said, it, you know. I said that it would have to just be like an absolute downpour, like yeah, for I days. Think, I don't know how Pulaski County is. Um, Capital View, it can handle some rain, but once it gets enough, it becomes really slick. Right. So I don't know as far as you know the the structural integrity of the trail. I don't know how that would hold up, but it would right. be a, a slop fest, you know, just slipping and sliding through there, but. Right. You know, hopefully you know, that won't be the case. You know, you right, right, right. Because yeah, I remember, what, gosh, one year the Kentucky, I don't know, when was it? It might have been like three or four years ago. The, was I guess it's still called the Bluegrass Cup or something. I, I may have it right. Yeah, yeah. It's, but, I, I think, think they still the, call it that. Right. I mean, yeah, yeah. I know they do now. And I think maybe it was still called that back then. But they had to cancel like three races. You know? and Yeah, yeah. Oh, I, that was the that was the Kentucky – no, you're right. You're right. It was Bluegrass State Games. It was the, the Bluegrass year. Mountain Bike Cup. I think it was 2017 because they also pulled the plug on the six hours of Laurel Lake. Mm-hmm. And that's how the boondog comes out. I thought, and I thought what? I thought, well, if I could put a race on. So, yep. So I don't know. You know, I hope we don't. I, by all means, I hope we aren't faced with that situation. You know. But you know what I think is funny is you like watch these videos of like people riding in England and Scotland. It's always it's mud. all it does, yeah. <laughs> it's just mud. <laughs> so, but you know, soil, you know, composition and stuff is probably different there. It can handle it, and right. So you know, places like uh, too. You look at like Brevard, North Carolina, and stuff. They yeah, they'll never cancel anything, but they do have dedicated teams that go out and build these trails and maintain these trails and stuff. And it's you know, if we if we did it at Moorhead and we ruined the trails or whatever, we got one guy out there. You know, <laughs> walking his two dogs cutting cutting the weeds back so right 
So I said, I, I don't know. I, that, 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 those last two is my only concern. So hopefully that we won't be faced with that situation. And what I may try to do is try to find a backup plan, you know. Yeah. Like, yeah. go somewhere else. I don't, you know, I've, that's, that's in my mind. So that's the five. So, we're, all right, now. The Boondoggle Five. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> let's go. On, let, all right, now, let's go. Uh, all right, riders. All right. Who surprised you this year? I mean, you may not get a good as perspective as me because, you know, I kind of look at the right. results and right. everything. Uh, you know, I when I was thinking of this, I the first person that came to mind was uh, old Slammin' Sammy, yeah. uh, Samuel Torres. That, he's, you know, I, I, I'd never really ridden with him before, and uh, he's, he's crazy strong. I mean, he is super powerful. Uh, I think, you know, he, he got like a second place finish at the, at the uh, Livingston race. Yeah, yeah. And, I mean, he's... I, he surprised me. I mean, he's he's crazy strong, and he came out to the bike face ride too in Lexington, and he did that with me. And yeah, I think that's who I had wrote, written down. That was the first per- <laughs> the first name that came to mind. Yeah, so. that 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 would be me. Now, as far as women, you'd have to look. It, it'd have to be Aaron. Yeah, yeah, I rode with Aaron a lot through the winter and everything, and she's also you know crazy strong. I guess that didn't surprise me as much really? because I had, I had ridden with her. So I expected her to be strong. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. Uh, uh, Yeah. Well, see, the last time, you know, that I seen her, you know, was at uh, 45, 2002. And it was funny. She was, uh, you know, I I guess she's riding, it's a hardtail and she had on a fanny pack and like flat pedals. Yep. Yep. (laughs) You know, And, and she got third. And then she just, I mean, she come out this year. I was looking at the forty-five results. She beat uh, Julia uh, by about three minutes. Yep. So, you know that she. I mean, I mean no, that's I, a that's a good one too. Right? Like I said, yeah. I think I think I went into it expecting her to be really good, so, right? Because I, you know, I rode with her over the winter and these big swarm adventures and right all this right. other stuff. But right, and Julia, I, I think she's more of a no. She raced road mostly. Yeah, uh, she's actually. Uh, Alyssa's old coach. Okay, um, all right. And she helped coach her when Alyssa was doing like crits right. and stuff like that. So she's very strong on the road. She's very strong on gravel. Yeah, I, she and she's she's starting to do single track. The last time I talked to her, she was you know trying to get into it or whatever, and she'll be strong when she gets there. So right, and she sure. I mean at the at the Livingston GP, she was third overall. Julia. Yep. yep. And I don't uh, let's see here. I mean, it, let's see. Let me see how far back she finished. It was Brian and then Andy. Now, that, that was a guy I can't say surprised me just because, I mean, he's raced with us for, uh, you know, a couple years. But he motors. Andy Brackey. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's crazy strong. Yeah, I mean. He's uh, he's he basically can... the exact opposite of me because he's like <laughs> six foot six, you know. Yeah, super I mean, tall guy out there and he's a house yeah oh yeah all power you know he's, yeah, he's very I mean, power oriented and yeah uh judah the gp she finished just under four hours and then andy was 345 so she's 15 minutes back of him yeah yeah that's flying yes i mean yes, that means so oh yeah yeah so i mean it's you know if she like i said i hope she 
be with us again next year and uh, we'll see what she does. So, and then, all right. You already mentioned him, and I, this is going to be the person I say, uh, you know, who do you think will be good next year? And next which, year? Uh, yeah. So I, I wrote down a, a few. Okay. Um, which, you know, I already thought Aaron was going to be really good. So, you know, that's obviously already there. Um, right. Uh, I don't know if you've heard of him. Brian Schwarm, he'll probably do pretty good next year. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, but for real, I, I put dad down. I think dad's going to have a great year next year. Right. Honestly, honestly, Roger Sands, dad, Roger Sands, you know, it's some people <laughs> who I'm talking about. Um, I, you know, I sat back and, and was thinking about it and he, uh, he podiumed every race he did this year. Right. You, know? that, and yeah. you don't think about it. That he didn't crash out of, right. That he didn't crash out of. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The 45 is the one exception, but I think if he had finished right around where he was, he would have been on the podium. So, right. you know, if he had kept his head on, he would have been all right. But, um, yeah, so I put him down. I think he's going to have a good year. Um, and then I, I put some of the younger racers as well, like David Compers Jr. I don't know if you know him. He and his yeah, dad yeah. both race. And David Compers Jr. has just gotten better and better and better each year. Um, super nice kid. Yes, uh, yes. You know, I try to talk to him as much as I can and, and you know, show him a few things here and there. But I, I think I of Eventually, he's going to be outrunning me. So, right. well, well, I give old man Compers. <laughs> he's, mm-hmm. he's probably not old, but I'm just saying. But he has got some awesome kids. Oh yeah, they're all great. I mean, very polite. I mean, I look at my kids I'm like y'all need to go live <laughs> with him for a while. <laughs> you know? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. They're I mean, all they, super polite. Yeah. And, you know, they're fun to ride with too. Yeah. And I was at the. I did a the roaming sweep for uh, the Nika race at right. Capitol view. And we, I came around and David Compers, he was, he was on his last lap and we were coming up to the finish line. So I took off, I sprinted with him, you know, right up to the line out, sprinted him. I won, but you know, that's, that's, you know, we won't talk about that, but, <laughs> <laughs> but you know, he's laughing and having a great time with it. We, we joked with each other afterwards. So super right. awesome family. But I yeah. think, you know, and, and another one that I've always thought is super fast, Briar Bentley. I don't know if you know him or not. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. He raced with us, uh, the outlaw. You didn't get yep. to do it, though, did you? No, I didn't. Yeah, yeah. He, he um, raced. Yeah, that's another awesome family, an awesome kid. Yeah, yeah. I think, you know, if he if he's around, it, they have a – I'm sure their schedule is a little bit different. But if he's around and he gets to do them, I think he'll do great. Right. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I text with his dad, you know, every now and then, and – and he, he uh you know he he does he rides dual sports a lot, you know, motorcycles. Yep, yep. And so so yeah, I talked to him well not talk, text quite often. Uh I was trying to look at Red Boon here. Yeah, and then you uh, know, there's some other people that I think are you know, already at the top level, so I think, you know, they're expected to be good, like Casey Abston. You're right, right, uh, yeah. Nick, well, Will- Nick Williams is another one for me. I don't know if you know Nick Williams. Uh, yeah, he races yeah. for against the grain. He's a super fast guy. Um, yeah, yeah. He's- all those guys. Right. And you forgot to mention Sammy. <laughs> Sammy. Slamming Sammy. Yeah, He's going to think- come out of nowhere. I- all right. Yeah, I mean, I don't think he'd beat Swarm. Uh, where'd you put him after that? Just, I don't know. Up. That's that's a good question. 
top ten, probably. Like overall, overall forty. Let's say yeah, like, yeah, like top ten overall, like right, probably. Yeah. Uh, but you're talking about uh junior compers. Uh huh. Him and uh, that Dennis uh, Barber, man, they had a battle. <laughs> you, you was there. You remember that, don't you? At the at, at Red Boon. I mean, that oh was yeah, just like, yeah, yeah. That, that Going was... back and forth because he's he's older, right? I mean, he's yeah. He's, the old uh, man finally got him though. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know how old he is, but it was it was the oldest racer and the youngest racer. Yes, because yes. I remember that. That was hilarious. Yeah, but I tell you, you yeah. know, we go we talk about people that surprise us. He's a surprising, yeah, oh, surprisingly yeah. strong rider. Well, you know, but um, I don't know if he raced with us the first year forty five or the second one, but he flatted. So I didn't get to really, you know, I didn't think nothing of it. You know, I didn't, yeah, you know, I didn't yeah. think he was that fast. And then, man. Then I mean, one year he didn't flat. And I was like, Dang, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's he's tough. I mean, he's he's got a motor too. Like he can just go all day. You know. Yeah, I, I've talked to his wife quite a bit, you know, and mm-hmm. she's like, man, he he is very competitive. <laughs> that's like you know, that's like dad. I don't I don't claim myself to be super competitive. Just you know, yeah. I'm not like outwardly competitive with people, but I, dad oh. is very competitive. <laughs> Dennis, all right, Dennis. Barber, you know, the guy we were just mm-hmm. talking about. He's, he's 63. Uh, okay. Finished yeah. third overall at 45. Uh, the winner was Durkey. Just a fuzz under three hours. Dennis finished uh, three hours and 16 minutes. So yeah, he was, that's, that's flying. Yeah. And then uh, uh, David beat uh, Andy also. David was moving on this year, wasn't he? David Compers? Oh, yeah. No, 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 no. David Durkey. David Durkey. Oh, David Durkey. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Compers. I don't know. Now, that was 50-plus, what I was looking at here. Gotcha. Plus. Okay, okay. So, I misunderstood. Yeah. Yeah, yeah Durkey's fast. He is uh, – he's very fast. Fun to ride with, too. Right. I've uh, I've noticed his wife on Strava. Man, she, uh, Julie. Is it Julie or Julia? Oh, she's Julie. fast, too. Yeah. Especially on the road, man. She is quick. And she puts the miles in and yep. time. I'm like, hey, going. So, yep. but yeah, I think next year, it is funny. We're talking about how, who all these people that we think is going to be good. But, you know, we all do this for fun. They might be like, ah, man, all these people we think that, you know, like I said, it's going to be good. They've been, I can't race this year. I, I work yeah, on, yeah. I work you know, on Saturdays just, now. <laughs> but I think it's fun to talk about, you know, just look at the scene and see who's, who's coming up, you know, and who's doing well. But, Right. Well, going back to surprise riders, now, I don't know if I, I would. I don't know if you could say this is a surprise or not. I mean, Mark Miles. Now, I mean, he finished second, right behind Casey at forty-five. Mm-hmm. A, I don't know if he's riding a cross bike or gravel. And I don't know what the size. You know, I don't know his drop bar, so I don't know. Right. You know what right. size tires he's running. You know, if he's if it's a gravel bike, I know. You know, he's a trek. But I don't know if it was a gravel bike or a uh, or a cross bike. Cross bike, that's right. But I mean, I think it I was mean, a cross bike. But I remember Casey's like, he said, "Man, he said, I guess they come up that rocky hill right before you get to the finish of forty five and yeah, that yeah. road." And I think Casey like, I thought I'd drop him there, and I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and so I don't know if he'd say he's. A, I mean, I know he's fast, but I guess if you don't know him, you know, it's right? A, you know kind of catches you off guard or whatever. Right, but, you know, I mean, I say, I guess I say a surprise. I mean, I say I know he's fast, but 
like a, on, a, on a gravel bike or cross bike. I right, mean, right. Coming yeah. back, I mean, I couldn't imagine that last section of the lake trail where it's so rocky. It, it would have to, gosh. Especially at that speed. Yes. To, you know, yes. Be... I mean, he was keeping up with Casey, and, you know, Casey by no means is a slouch. So. Oh, gosh, no. And he was on a mountain bike. <laughs> I mean, he was on yeah. hardtail. So right. So I mean, like, so I mean, that was a surprise. I, I hope he races with us more next year, because you know. And then he raced uh, at the Red Boom. Mm-hmm. You know, he dropped out of the second one. You know, his, right. He had right. back trouble, which tag on. He's on a hardtail, so <laughs> yeah, I know <laughs> that place. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No wonder he had back trouble. So. Yeah, that's what everybody was saying. It was rough. So. I know. So I mean, you know, that getting back. So I hope he races with us next year. I, I like, you know, who knows? Well, I wonder if he had rode a mountain bike at forty-five. You know, would he been mm-hmm. that close to the winning as he would have been? You know, if, if versus a gravel bike. I don't know. That's, that's a good now question. here. Now here's what I'm waiting to see. Mm-hmm. Forty-five, twenty, twenty-two. What's Swarm gonna ride? I, you know, I've thought the same thing. <laughs> I've talked, you know, I've, I've, I've talked to Brian a lot just about, you know, bikes and optimization and stuff like that. And knowing Brian, I think he'll ride his hardtail. Right. But I don't know. He might surprise me, but, yeah. but you could know, you I, imagine the time he oh, would gain on the black top and then on the gravels? It'd be <laughs> insane. Not like it matters what he shows up on, but. Right, but I you mean, know, he could show up fun. on a huffy and he'd be all right. right. But <laughs> it was funny. We stand there at Livingston talking. I don't know. We just, I don't, might have been somebody else there. I don't know. I can't remember. But he's like, he said, "Man, he said, I didn't realize how much faster drop bars was." <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because I mean, you know, I know he, uh, uh, you know, he raced road a long time ago for a little bit, and I guess you know, but. It's, He'd been on mountain bike forever, which just put some slicks. Yep. So Yeah, in a rigid fork. That's oh, how yeah. I met him. Right. Let, let me tell you that the first time I, well, I ain't going to say I met him. I, I uh, known him or known of him. Uh, remember they used to have that spring race, road race at Lexington uh, around that little circuit? It was like a mile loop. I know what you're talking about. Okay. Th- that was before I was cycling, so. Okay. Well, it was 2006, seven, somewhere around in there, and it was a Cat Three Four race. Mm-hmm. And uh, I just remember it. That's back when Pedal Power. I think Brian rode for Pedal Power. Yep. And then the other big team was Pedal the Planet. Well, Brian was on the front, and they was. I think his name was Eric At Atmip. I think was his name. I may have that last name wrong, but he was. You know he. He's a big guy. And like, I mean, like, big, strong guy. I wasn't, like, big, big, flabby guy. <laughs> you know? Right. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I mean, it was lap after lap. Brian was just on the front drilling it, and that guy was on his wheel the whole time. And I don't know how – I mean, Brian won, and I can't remember to what extent he won. But, I mean, <laughs> I mean, lap after lap. You yep. know, Brian was on the front just drilling it, and that guy was just – probably holding on for dear life hanging on like a hair in a biscuit yeah <laughs> man. you know but i mean that dude was strong i mean he might not have been struggling as much as what i saying but I, I know brian won and i know every time they come around brian was on the front so yeah yeah so i you know like i said i i i would say uh next year 
I've had to pick one person. Which goes back to next last year or this mm-hmm. surprise this year. I, I'd be Sammy. I tell you somebody else. Uh, Rodney Hines. Oh you yeah, know, yeah. Not not last year. About two years ago, he was really strong. And you know, I, I rode with Mo Day, and he admitted himself. He said, you know, he kind of slacked off this year and the mm-hmm. year before. But you know, he I, I'd have. To, I'd have to go back and look at the results. I don't know where they'd be at, but uh, I think maybe the second year or the first year of the KGC, man, he finished way up there. Yep. And, uh, and he, I mean, he can just flat get it on the right. roads and stuff. I remember that. I think it was at the 45. Right. One year I was on the single speed and we got on the road and just, I mean, here he came and just, Left me. I mean, I couldn't do anything. I mean, it was right. You know, and, and he's you know, right. And you know, like I said, he's got a mountain bike now. And he's man. If you watch him on Strava, he he's burning up the Classic uh, County Park mm-hmm. and uh, mountain bike rides. So he, uh, like I said, you know, if he get, if he can put in a good year of training, you know, I, he's another one I'd sus- suspect or expect to do good this year. Yeah. So, all right. Let, all right I agree with we'll, that. Let's go to this one, and then we'll get a little long, and we'll stop with this one. All right. Uh, the kid racing in Kentucky, that has blown me away, the turnout they've had. Oh, it's been awesome. I mean, the first one that I had ever went to was uh, the Capital View one, and I was expecting, you know, 30 kids. Right. Something. You know, I wasn't expecting much, and – we get there and I mean, there's, there's tents and sponsors and different schools and all this other stuff. And, you know, hundreds of kids and all these different divisions for different age groups and different, you know, all this other stuff. So, I mean, it's, it's incredible. Yeah, I know. And, and that's awesome to see. I mean, that, that, you know, I, I don't know, you know, you're in the cycling, I'm in the cycling and I don't know. I mean, when I was a little bit younger, I kind of followed other sports, but you know, to me, we put so much emphasis on the popular sports, so to say, that, that we I think a lot of times we turn our back or forget about like stuff like cycling and running. Oh, I agree. You know, I, I, in high school and middle school and stuff, you know, it's at least for us where I grew up, it was football and basketball. You know, that right. was, if you didn't play those, then you just you weren't athletic and, you know, you you just didn't do sports. You know, I didn't have a clue about cycling and you know cross-country running climbing stuff like that right. stuff that would actually suit a person like me you know a smaller person and i can't right. play football i can't <laughs> I, mean, I played basketball all the time but i'm not saying i was any good you know right yeah i mean and to me i think a lot not some schools realize that now and they focus more on that. And, and what I'm getting at is, is you know, my daughter, she, she's in the marching band. And she's been going to competitions, you know, for the last month or so. Mm-hmm. All right. Probably the best band with the best production and sound that I have seen so far has been Estill County. And I thought, Estill County? And I thought, where in the world's Estill County? And, and that's uh, Irvin in that area. Okay, and, yeah, yeah. And I like. And that's kind of surprised me because, I mean, you know, you think of somebody being good. You think of, like, your bigger schools or counties, you know. Right, like right. Laurel County, Pulaski, Fayette, you know, those like that. 
But I thought, I wonder, I mean, I don't know, maybe Espoo County's got awesome football and basketball teams. I just don't know it. <laughs> but Yeah, I don't know either. I, I, you know, but you know the thing, I, I thought, you know, a lot of these schools, you know, maybe they need to say, you know what, we, we just ain't got the population to have a good football team unless, you know, we just get lucky one year. Right, right. But, and I thought, they maybe think, let's put our, I mean, you know, what, what's easier to do? Uh, you know, shoot a three-pointer or play a sack. You know what I'm saying? I mean, right, right. No, I get what you're saying. I think, right. you know, if, if you've got the resources to do that, right, you, know, you can and focus so I, where your, where your right. resources are. So I thought, I mean, they look like they have really focused on their band. And Which is awesome. Uh, I, I think right, that's right. great, you know. And so, you know, out in these schools, you know, maybe, you know, some of these schools, man, you know what, we're putting – a lot of money into basketball and we ain't never no good <laughs> right yeah we yeah, got a that's... bunch of slim kids <laughs> i i really wish that you know my school had pushed for something like cross-country running or or whatever because i would have you know really enjoyed that back in high school but you know right and so yeah i mean that's awesome to see all the people and it's good to see the next generation that's coming up is riding but to me we've got like a big I mean, I don't know. Maybe you can think of somebody that I'm not thinking of. Most of the people, to me, that are excel at cycling right now is 40 or above. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Now, I, I mean, about, I've, hey, Dad and I have talked about that before. And, and, you know, when we actually started racing and you look at the classes, it's like, well, I have to race in open. And Dad would race in the Masters or whatever. Right. Or whatever they call it. But then you look at the people – and his his is way tougher than mine, you know. He's right. going against you know, Durkee and Schwarm and and all these other guys, and it's 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 insane. Right, but you know, I mean, I always look at this. You know, to me, a lot of sports there's always somebody that's dominant, and you know, we gotta call it like it is. Brian is dominant in the state of Kentucky. Now, let's say like Brian done like Forrest Gump one time. He you know he's just. You know, the scene where Forrest is running and he just stops and says, I'm done. Yeah, I, just, yeah, I want to go. I'm going home. Yeah. All right. Now, let's say Brian got out of bed one morning, looked at his bike and said, I'm done. I'm going to take up bass fishing. Yep. Who? I don't who, think. There, who I takes mean, the place? Right. Form. I mean, there, there's several that I think could, that would. I don't I think, think there's could, a there's a close knit of people that right that but could there potentially would, take it right I don't think you could say one person exactly no I don't think no. so either and uh, I don't know I mean I, I mean, mean just, to me you got against the grain you got Casey yep and then John you know John he's Maggard. fast yeah, yeah he's fast yeah and then uh, Ethan Blackburn Ethan Blackburn Nate. Cornelius yeah, is another I, one from Think I, Green. I, okay. Yeah. That there may be the guy. I if think it, it would be really would would be really close. He's very fast. Because now and usually when they race, you know, he's he's right up there second. Oh yeah. Yeah. So I, yeah, that's true. I never but so yeah. But you know, so yeah, I think it would be Nate. Yeah. And then after that, which you know, I don't know. Like I said you don't ever know. I, I think it would just be It'd be awesome competition. It would be. <laughs> it would. It would be very stiff competition. And you got me, you know, out there fighting. 
So. Yeah. <laughs> Air blown in the wind. Air blown in the wind. So, uh, so I, you know, I think that, yeah, yeah, I, I think if, yeah, I think Nate would be the next. And then after that, I think it would just be a battle. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. and then, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm trying to think of other people. I'm probably forgetting somebody, you know. Uh, I mean, Slowinski. Anthony Slowinski yeah, is very yeah. fast. I mean, he's even, I think he beat Brian at, yeah, he uh, did, uh, Fight Club. Yeah. So, you know, I, you know, he's but, another really fast one, but I think it would play, it would depend on the race more so right. than anything for that group of people. And, Just, and, right. Slowinski, I don't know. He, he's probably making more kids. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what he's doing. <laughs> I mean, he like had a kid. He had that little girl. He had another little girl. The next, you know, he's having a boy. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So, so he probably don't get a train like he used to. So, but yeah, he he's still fast. And I tell you, somebody I wish would start back racing, and he would he could be the dominant one. Is uh, Paul Carley? He's uh, yeah yeah. Paul is is sneaky fast. You know, I mean, you don't the way he talks and the way he like his demeanor <laughs> and stuff. He's just so calm and and chill and stuff. And then. Man, he is lightning fast. He's he's crazy fast. I'll tell you another one. If he had enough time to train and you know do it properly, is Rodney Watkins. Yes. For Moorhead. Yes. Yeah. I yeah. mean, yeah. I've seen him on like half a year of good training, and he's amazingly fast. So, you know, and it's funny too, because he'll be like, Well, I guess I'm gonna do the 45, and he'll get up, you know, he'll do <laughs> He'll train for two weeks and then he'll beat me, you know, and he'll be, you know, be in a top 10 or whatever. He's just, he's crazy like that. I mean, there's, right. I think Kentucky is, is very interesting. I'm sure Ohio and other states are like this as well, but I think there's a lot of talent in the mountain biking world in Kentucky. Uh, yeah. You know, obviously starting with Brian and then it just goes down from there. There's a ton of fast people here. Yeah, I know. And, and so, yeah, like I said, I think, if Brian was to just call it quits, I think it'd be Nate. And then like I said, you don't know what everybody else is going to do as far as training, but right. you right. know, then I think after that you would have, Oh, it'd be a great battle. <laughs> and I think you'd have to look back, look at just about everybody on against the grain. You know, yep. I mean, they're all fast. You got Maggard, you got Slowinski, you got Blackburn, Ethan Blackburn. Yep. And then you got Nick. Nick, Nick Williams, <laughs> yeah. He's fast. I mean. So, yeah, I, yeah, that would be a tough one. So, I don't know. Yep. Maybe maybe we'll have to see. Maybe maybe Brian won't take up bass fishing. And maybe I doubt it. They I wish doubt he it, would. But, <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I don't think he will. I think he's in it for the long haul. But oh. he's, uh, couldn't be a nicer guy out there, though. But he's uh, he's yeah. a great guy. But you know, we talked about Paul Carley. I, I barely remember him a little bit when I was racing dirt bikes. I got out of it, and I think he he was racing eighties or something like that. But that dude was bad news on a dirt bike. Oh yeah, he, I'm oh. sure. And uh, we went to his house. Uh, Alyssa and I we went up to Cincinnati for something, and I went by his house to get some bike parts. Right. And uh, he has dirt bike jumps in his backyard. You know? Yeah. And he's he's like, oh, check this out. And he went and got his dirt bike, and he's hitting these big jumps and stuff. And I was like, oh, <laughs> <man>. <laughs> well, what impressed me the most and about him, and I didn't see it, but you know, we had this local track here in London. And I think they shut down this year's Daniel Boone. 
Well, they mm-hmm. had a, a set of jumps that was six, you know, and they was doubles. So, you know, you'd take off from the first one, land on the second one, third, over the fourth, fifth, over the sixth. Well, Dave was a guy, I think he's out of Campbellsville, Ben Riddle. And he, he you know, he, he, was, he turned pro and he signed with Team Suzuki at one time. Mm-hmm. And him and Brian was friends. And they had a race out here at London. And Ben decided to jump four of those at one time. And I mean, you know, just talking about it, you know, like don't sound that great, but it's oh, like yeah. no, there's was... there's there's no room for error, none. And I was talking to Paul. I guess one of the last times we rode together when he came down, and we was talking about, you know, he jumped for them, so so they called it quadnik. He said, <laughs> he said, man, he said I was right behind Ben and uh, 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 some other guy racing, mm-hmm. and he said. He said, man, I know what I had to do it because if I didn't, they was going to run off and leave me. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And yeah. he just hit it. And I mean. Yeah. I'm not like that. I'll let them no. go on. <laughs> I mean. They I can mean, have you know, it. Yeah. Right. And I, I mean, I seen some guys try to do that uh, one day. And they just demolished their bike and they like broke their arm and stuff. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. I'm like, why did you do that? I mean, even if you did do that and you made up one or two seconds. You're going to lose all that somewhere else, you know, because you overall, you don't have the speed to run with those guys. Right. Right. But, you know, Paul did. And, you know, and that's something that could be you're that fast that, you know, if you don't do what that other guy does, you know, it's going to cost you. Yeah, It's going to cost you. That's the race. Yeah. That's the race. And, and so that was, I, I couldn't imagine. I mean, I never even thought about, quadnet i just double 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 got out of it but man i mean it was like it was oh they would take off and they would land and it's like a big thud because they yeah. get so hard and they're like gosh so yeah i've got i've got no interest in that we used to drag race uh right. when we were kids like there was a dirt drag race strip yeah. out in olive hill kentucky uh i don't know if you know where olive hill is but yeah yeah, yeah. big city and uh so we went out there. That's about the, the most that we did with dirt bikes and four-wheelers and stuff. Dad used to race, you know, four-wheelers, and he rode four-wheelers a lot and all that stuff. Uh, but, you know. Well, speaking of drag races, I've got a funny story. There was a – when I first started driving a truck, uh, I just went wherever. You know, I was kind of just fill mm-hmm. in. Well, there for a long time, I had to started delivering to a store at Olive Hill. Oh, wow. <laughs> and they yeah. told me a story. They said uh, – the guy that delivered there, it was a couple years before me, he drag raced at Clay City and went through the finish line or lights, whatever you call it, and hit his mm-hmm. brakes. His brake pedal didn't work. Oh, and I mean, and I don't know, he ended up stopping, but, you know, I don't know how he stopped. I don't know the setup there. I don't know if he went in a creek or whatever. Right, anyway, right. He, he got hurt, not bad. You know, busted up his face a little bit and everything. And, you know, his brake pedal quit working it was so funny those guys up at that store went to the junkyard and got a brake pedal and put it in a box and wrapped it up and sent it to him <laughs> that's funny <laughs> that's good oh that was so funny so well jordan i don't know we went about 83 minutes i didn't think we'd go that long but we sure did and that's a lot to talk about for I sure know. especially going into the year and you know it's the right. off season for everybody right now so so yeah i mean hopefully well, this is near the end of the recording. I was going to say, hopefully you can get on your Zwift 
Oh truck. yeah. And I this... haven't I haven't set my my trainer up yet because I'm holding off as long right. as I can. But I mean, Dad does it every day. He loves it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. So I mean, you know, I don't know. Sometimes it's hard to you know find time to uh, watch and listen to things. But you know, it's, you know, hey, it's here. And if you've made it this far, we appreciate it. Oh yeah. Yeah. And hey, you know, hopefully we'll do some more. Uh, like I said, there's a lot of people that's in the mountain biking in Kentucky that I would love to talk to. Not mountain just cycling in general. I mean, just talk to. Yeah. No. I yeah. Agree. I mean, I. You know. I mean, I've had the, the the honor and chance to where I put on the races. I've got to talk to a, you know quite a few people, and it's funny that the stories that people tell me, and I'm like, more people need to know this. <laughs> you know. Oh yeah. Because this yeah. is funny and. And so I don't know. I'll try to get some of them on, and, and you know, we, we give some questions. And but I, I think I think Kentucky is we've got something great here, and you know, hopefully that we can build it and, and keep it going. So yeah, I agree. I think, like I said before, I think it's uh, there's a lot of potential in Kentucky. So that's right. But uh, but I wanted to, yeah. Before we go though, if everybody anybody still listening. Y'all need to go to YouTube <laughs> and check out Jordan's uh, uh, building a, uh, a rigid mountain bike for the road. Yep, with slicks and everything. It's not a road slicks, bike. If right. you look at the comments, everybody will tell you it's not a road bike. Right, I mean, but. I don't recommend even watching it. Just go to the comments. <laughs> go to the comments, it's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, why don't you buy a road bike? Yeah. Oh, Where's the drop bars? Yeah. yeah. That's a hybrid. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Jordan, I've had fun. Yeah, I've, me too. Had fun. And yeah, I said, we'll see where this goes and we'll try to get some people. So I guess right. we'll sign off and Sounds we'll talk good. to you soon. All right. See you later. All right. See. You. All right. I want to thank everybody for listening. Hopefully, you made it this far. Yeah. Really appreciated of it. So see you later. Bye.